Welcome to another edition of TSC Music's Music with a Mission, where our purpose is to perpetuate and promote the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other art. I'm Greg Thomas, and in the studio with me again is my good friend and brother, David Ham. Hey, Greg. Dave, is always a pleasure. We're laughing because we're having a moment uh, here in the studio. And we've got with us some representation from the KPC. That's the Kids Praise Choir of Times Square Church. They were in Finland not too long ago, and we're going to hear about that trip and what God did with them there. I think the scripture of the week, Dave, is appropriate. Yeah. Children. Obey your parents Mm -hmm. in the Lord, for this is right. Verse 2, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment, with promise. And verse 3 says that it will be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. I love that third verse. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, because if you don't obey. The reward. Yeah. Or or things ain't well. Or no reward. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's Ephesians (laughs) chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. And uh, it's always a pleasure to have... Uh, guests with us, but these are special guests because they are, as it's been said, our future. Yeah. Or shall I say, our now uh, in the Church of Jesus Christ, and we thank God for them. Uh, and so I'm going to go down the list from my left to the right. I would call all their names because I know them all, uh, but I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Choir members here at, eight, uh, at Times Square Church with our Kids Praise Choir. And first in the pink shirt and the pink sneakers is... Tabitha. All right. She said Tabitha. <laughs> and sitting next to her is the directress, or one of them, of the KPC choir, choir director, and she and you are? Larissa. Larissa. Larissa has a last name. Larissa Cole. All right. Cole. It's Cole Malm. And uh, right. I think she's still yeah. single for guys. If you're looking for, yes, so Larissa Cole something. From the hey, U.S. to Norway, we put it all out there. <laughs> and next to Larissa Cole is... Valerie. She's single, but she's too young to marry. Amen. And we thank God for Valerie. Next to her is a married lady. She works in our children's ministry. And that is... Paivi. Paivi. Say your last name for they can hear. Anturi. Anturi. So, by the way, that's from Finland. Yes. (laughs) And next to her is the only male adult that went on this trip. He held it down. He represented all the fathers, and that is... Thomas Bush, and I had to watch my daughter who was on the trip. (laughs) Mr. Thomas Bush, we're so glad to have you. And next to him... Levy Anturi. Anturi. Now, you said it different from your mom. Well, that's like... American. Oh, okay. Anturi well, is the American version. Anturi. He's got to give oh. us that accent, though. He's got to give us the, give us the, the accent, accent that his mama gave. gave Levi Anturi. There oh. we go. Yeah. Amen. Glad to have Levi with us. And next to him? Hi, I'm Zion Ham. Zion Ham. Now, in case you figured it out, Zion Ham is the son of David Ham. Hi, I'm David Ham. So I can't, har- <laughs> I can't harass Zion because dad's here and I can't harass Tabitha. Because her dad's here, and I can't harass Levy because his mom is here. But Valerie and uh, uh, Larissa, it's on. <laughs> it's open season. <laughs> we're so glad to have you guys. I, I, now, I know you were, how many of you were extremely excited about being on the trip? Everybody was. Yes. Yeah. Everybody. Yes. And how many people How many people uh, went on this trip with this kids? It was 13 children and 8 adults. 13 children and 8 adults. Yeah. Now, Pivey, tell us, tell our audience what this mission trip was about. How did it come about? Well, we partook in, uh, in an international outreach um, called for the lives of children in Helsinki. And uh, it was organized by Yippie. 
um, which works with um, children's choirs and really encourages them to do missions. And um, so we were there amongst with Finnish choirs, and then we had choirs from um, Russia, Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia, and Japan. Wow. So it was it was a cultural experience, I guess, yeah. too, uh, as well, with yeah. all the different nationalities. Say. Now, did you guys get to spend any time with the other choirs? Um, obviously, um, Friday and Saturday when we sang, when the kids sang together. But then Monday afternoon, actually, we had a, a barbecue with all the international teams, and that oh. was... That was really fun to to learn about what God is doing in their countries. Now, the are choirs. all of the other choirs English speaking choirs as well, or what was the language barrier? No, yeah. Because you got all these the countries. kids, kids could talk about that. No, a lot of it, like I mean, you, they really should talk about it because, um, like. When we were out there at the parliament steps of the Parliament House, everything happened. We had one song in English, and everything else was in Finnish. And these guys did, did fantastic. Just That's so, awesome. even the other yeah. choirs sang in Finnish. Okay, yeah, oh. yeah. We had a few songs that they gave us beforehand, gotcha. so that we prepared. And um, yeah, they did really well, and nobody knew that they didn't understand anything. They were like. <laughs> <laughs> No, they didn't show it, so wow. they were troopers. <laughs> so how did you prepare this group for a missions trip like this? Well, we had we started in, um, this came together actually quite fast. Um, we started in, was it March? And then the um, uh, meetings from the beginning of April. Uh, the kids needed to be prepped um, for for the singing part, but then we had like just um, prep meetings uh, with with just uh, getting to know each other, but also the, of the cultural cultural stuff of mm-hmm. what it is to walk under authority, um, you know what it is to be in a team, and mm-hmm. um, and you know we prayed together and. Uh, we 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 did um, yeah like I said, it was it was quick. There probably needed to be more in hindsight. We could probably done a lot more, mm-hmm. but again, it's one of those things where we we got there and anybody who's been on mission trips knows spiritual attacks come and sure. kids are not exempt. Mm-hmm. They are not exempt. They get it just as bad as the adults, and they did. They they came under the attack, and it's just we had to talk them through and pray them through some things that went on. But again. It's real because when you stand up for the Lord, the enemy's not going to sit back Absolutely. and he's not going to spare the kids either. And, and they, but they were troopers. God's grace, they they came through all of it. But again, you do have to prepare spiritually for them. And we we did some exercises with them. Again, can you do more? Absolutely. But you know, it, they all rose to the occasion. I think, and I think mm-hmm. Larissa helped them help the girls a lot. And you know, we just kind of talked them through things and just you just make them aware that this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. You just say that this is what it is, and you call it what it is. And then they go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they're great, so. Well, if nothing else, seeds were planted in the lives of some of these young people. But even in the, you know, the attacks and the challenges, it, it showed them that God is serious about them working yeah. for him. Yeah. You know, and it was cool to see the kids open up their eyes and say, wow, we're doing something that's so important that the, the enemy will want to thwart what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, for some of the older girls, were able to really articulate that, like, okay, God is serious with me, and I need to be serious as well. So yeah. it was cool to see that. Thomas Bush and I share, share something, and I, I talk about this every time, because our daughters were born on the same day wow. in the same hospital, 
Wow. On the same floor, <laughs> delivered by the same doctor, <laughs> just hours apart from each other. That's awesome. And, uh, and so I watch him because Tabitha was first, and then Michaela and my daughter, Ali, were born on the same day, same hospital, same floor, same doctor. So, amen. And uh, so I watch him because there's a few people that I watch to see how they are fathering and uh, and, I, and I say this, and I've said it to him before, I think I did, I should certainly share it with your wife, that I admire the way you raise your girls, especially when your wife is as busy as she is. Uh, and on the flip side, I'm as busy as she is, and my wife is doing the, the opposite. So I'm watching because sometimes my wife is super busy, and so I'm learning. We're always learning. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching this guy, and I'm watching a couple other men around here who have girls because it's a little different. Am I right? Amen. (laughs) So we thank God for the ministering that's going on, even when you're not deliberately ministering. (laughs) Mr. Bush, you were the male chaperone on this trip. Yes, I was. I was on edge the whole time. (laughs) I am a controller, so I had to make sure all the sheep got to where they needed to go. So, Uh but it's good though. They were they were they're good kids. Now, now, what was this? Obviously, wasn't your first mission trip by any stretch. nor was it your daughter's first mission trip. You know, we, I mean, we travel a lot with um, my wife who works here as well, and she. we've done a lot of international mission trips. We started. I've started out going to Russia years and years and years ago before I was married and had kids, and um, this but this was Tabitha's first mission trip without mommy. Without mom. So it was just me and Tabitha, so that in of itself was an adventure just kind of mm. handling that. But um, Well, let's see what Tabitha's got to say about that, because... I've seen you on mission trips uh, when you were just a toddler. In fact, I think right after you were born, you were on a flight somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. So what was it like to be in Finland with dad and not mom? It was pretty weird. What was so weird about it? Because most of the mission trips I go on, it's not about me. It's about my mom doing all sorts of other stuff. So you were involved in this one. I mean, this was about kids. Yeah. And then the fact that your dad was out there making sure you knew all the words, make sure you know the lyrics, you know, make, he had to get, help you get dressed too, right? Make sure you had all the right clothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, the interesting part was because when they approached me to go, I was I was going to go anyway because I was going to chaperone and be part of it. And then mm-hmm. they asked if she wanted to go. And so we really put it in her lap and said, you know, I was going to go anyway. So it, it was on her to pray about it and see whether uh. she was supposed to go. And you, she got there. On her own, so there was no arm twisting involved. There's no bribes, no secret toys came out of the closet. It was like you know, it you wasn't go, Christmas in July. No Christmas words. in July. It was like either you go because God's calling you to go, or don't go. But I'm right. going, so one way or another. So, what was the most exciting part for you? Probably that I got to know a little choir better, because mm-hmm. a lot of the altos I don't really see too much. I only see the sopranos, and I got to make friends out of the altos. Is that because you're a soprano? Ah, so Miss Larissa didn't have you doing any kind of cross, no. you know, reaching across the aisle in the choir rehearsal, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, and, and for you, what was the most difficult part? I mean, outside of traveling the first time alone with your daughter, and uh, what was the most difficult part as a man on this trip? Just, again, the, by nature, I think men are more, you, you want to make sure everybody's okay and right. make sure things are lined up and ducks are in order. And, and again, if there's everybody who knows on a mission trip, you know that everything's not always mm-hmm. 
the way you want it, and it's always the unexpected stuff that comes up. And again, right. if you, plus your daughter's there, you don't want her to get upset or homesick or you know those kinds of things. All the other kids too, you want to make sure they they're not going to be homesick because you can't go back home. It's not a, <laughs> right. a train ride away, it's, <laughs> so you can't yeah. go back home right away. So you're just trying to keep everybody up and sure. and moving, and just want to make sure everybody's okay emotionally and and physically. And you got enough to eat, and mm-hmm. you know, there's right shoes on, and just just keeping up and just not really having time to you know just again. Just on a mission, just let the enemy come in and just trying to get you down, right, and get you right. kind of down on yourself, and right. like you failed, or you didn't do this today, or something like that. So it was, it was, but it was, it was challenging. It was definitely challenging. Mm-hmm. Did, did you hold up the rear? Because my nat- natural tendency, especially through airports and terminals and things, is to yeah. hold up the rear. Is that, that was me. Did? That was where I was, making okay. sure nobody left anything, and you know, no glasses, no iPods, no cases or anything, and just to make sure everybody got on the plane. We had a rough connection <laughs> the first part of the flight we nearly missed um, everybody was at the wrong gate but oh. God's grace we, we literally we gotta no, call no, somebody out so no, they changed the gate on us but we didn't hear them because it was a different language so they changed oh, the gate God. so we literally were sitting there waiting and we were in line for it and then all of a sudden we saw it wasn't the right number up there so we heard them later and we ran it was only a few doors down and God's grace the plane actually had mechanical problems so it took off late anyway so we actually got everybody on Mm -hmm. no drama but it was you know God's grace just we got there in time so wow Valerie it's good to have you Valerie right good to have you with us now how long have you been in the choir um like two years two years and you are how old now Ten. Ten. So you were in the choir since you were six. Uh, I guess. Uh, I'm just no. throwing you off. I'm just messing with no. your math. No. <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, I wasn't expecting numbers in this interview. It's not a math test, really. So since you were eight, mm-hmm. and this was your first mission trip. Yes. Yeah. How'd you enjoy it? Uh, it was fun. Fun. So you got your passport. Did you have a passport before you took this trip? No. No? So you had to get a passport? Yeah. Yeah? What was that like? Um, it was easy, but it was uh, weird, too. Weird. <laughs> yeah, to go into an office, take a picture somewhere, right, yeah. and get all this paperwork together, Mom and Dad, and yeah. get you there, yeah? Yeah. No. Were you excited about the passport idea? No? No. That wasn't the fun part. The fun part was using it and getting a stamp in it. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, I recall, I think, if I'm not mistaken, but Valerie's family was quite emotional seeing her get on that bus and leave. Um, I think, right? Mom, brother, they were just, they were crying a lot. They were very emotional. Were you emotional, too, taking that trip? Well, How did it feel looking from the bus through the window and seeing mom crying like that? I felt sad. Yeah. Why do you why do you think she was crying? Because I was gonna go away for a long time. Not <laughs> and how many days was that? Eight. Eight, Eight days. days. Well let me say Valerie never looked back after that because she was <laughs> her eyes were fixed on the mission because wow. she was engaged the whole time That's and awesome. I would get my wife saw her crying and she assured her that I would make sure that she got back in one piece. So but she was focused and she was a joy the whole trip. So wow. very brave of oh, you. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back with more of KPC and the Finland Outreach in a moment.
God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is a husband to the widow. God is the one with your hands. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. And we're having a wonderful conversation. We're about to get into the meat of it now with what happened in Finland with KPC. Uh, but before, we've got two other gentlemen we haven't heard from. One has, he's probably on his third passport, probably. I don't know. He's been all over the globe. <laughs> his mom's a mission. Mom and dad were missionaries, and you've traveled quite a bit. And that's our good friend, Levy. Yep. Now, Finland is home for you, so it was like going back home. So it wasn't, did it feel like a mission trip to you, though? Uh, well, yeah, it did, because we were, like, working the whole time. Like, uh-huh. we had, like, a pretty full schedule. Wow. So, we would have to, like, get to a place at, like, 8, and then we would get back home at, like, 10. Full day. This yeah. is, like, school and a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then did you go into areas that you were familiar with? Yeah. Yeah, so you yeah. Were, you were familiar with most of the areas, and yeah. it's not that huge anyway but no (laughs) (laughs) but you were in areas that you were familiar with did you see old friends while you were there uh yeah i saw uh some family and cousins and Mm -hmm. stuff yeah and what were the accommodations like you know that's probably the wrong question for you because it was home for you (laughs) let's let's go to let's go to zion on this one because uh this was his first mission trip right no no no. you've traveled abroad before (laughs) yeah so you've already had a passport yeah. No, actually, I had to get a new one because my passport expired the day before we left. You're kidding. No. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. You gotta tell us about well, that. Yeah, what's interesting with him, this was um, like Thomas, you and Loretta, this was our first missions trip. Well, his first mission trip without oh, daddy and mommy. Wow. Um, but he's been traveling with us overseas since he was three. Um, but, and another interesting thing, too, actually, mommy and I, we've never taken a missions trip under Times Square Church. Mm-hmm. So he's beat us to it. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Well, so. We're going to send you to Siberia <laughs> or Greenland or something. Only if you buy me my new coat. <laughs> <laughs> so first time in Finland, though. Yes. What was that like for you? Um, It was really cool. It was like really weird because like 
of course, there's like a, a language barrier, and like um, yeah, that was like. And you know, the if you don't speak thing. Finnish when you grow up, you, it's hard to learn. It's almost impossible yeah. to learn. I mean, I was learning a lot because I had Lovey by my side the whole time teaching me Finnish. <laughs> yeah, he taught. Right, so you said it, teaching me Finnish. Yes. Say something in That's Finnish. Right. We want to hear. Um, yeah, Mahalo Moon Swami, right? No, Swami. Wait. <laughs> he's still getting lessons. No, he's teaching. No, no Swami. I miss Finland. What I was trying to say was I miss Finland, yeah. You miss Finland. Yeah. You learned that here? I learned that in Finland, yeah. Ah, so you were learning it in Finland so that yeah. you could say it when you yeah, got Yeah, I was back like... Because I'm thinking you're in Finland. I was you're like not... going up to people and having him translate, and I was like asking him if I could practice my Finnish on them and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think you need some more more lessons. Yeah. Oh, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard language. I, I've been in Finland three times at least. Oh, yeah, about three times. And I don't know a single word, but moi. <laughs> and that's to me, that's start. the most important word. Moi. Because you can say it in the morning or in the evening. Right? Yeah. Was it? Oh, yeah. Hi. Hello. Yeah, and, and when coming or leaving. When coming or leaving, exactly. Okay, I'm ready to go. <laughs> so let's, uh, yeah, we're going to take another quick break and be right back after this quick break. the valley of death that they can't harm me search a light in god's army i'm not afraid of the evil lurks cause my daddy will bring me back a piggyback every day hey jesus with me he's my shelter refuge of my lord god in the black in the dead of night a good but evening on the care for brown and bright yo i thought i had to go fight it didn't seem as if i had any might but the lights put those demons in flight and my jesus was shining oh so bright Whatever the future may bring, I know I'm safe In the arms of my king, just praise and sing In the shadow of his wings yeah. You are my light, uh. you are my strength In my darkest hour Why on my clothes, I don't use anything but nature's bounty soap detergent If you're having trouble sleeping, you just might need a Cloud 9 mattress 
tired of searching the airwaves for something meaningful to listen to these days? Well, on 570 AM, Times Square Church meets every Sunday night from 6 to 7.30, right in the comfort of your own living room. You will be blessed with preaching from God's Word, worship with the Times Square Church Choir, and awesome testimonies of lives that have been changed and are now being used for God's glory. So come and join us every Sunday night from 6 to 7.30 p.m. on 570 a.m. We also stream live on the web at tscnyc.org. Adult and Youth Praise Choirs are just two of the many ministries that make up TSC Music. We're also looking for volunteers in other areas of music ministry. Are you a musician, an actor or singer, a video editor or an audio engineer? Perhaps you're great at learning song lyrics and quick on the computer, then Projection Ministry could be the place for you. Or maybe you enjoy meeting new people and talking with them about music. Then you'd fit right in with our sales team. If you're a music lover looking to find your place to serve, we invite you to apply online. Visit the website tscnyc.org and click on Get Involved. actually did on the ground in Finland. So you got on a bus from here, you went to, would you fly on LaGuardia or Kennedy, JFK, the international, right? Left JFK, you went to Finland, direct flight, or did you have a layover? Layover. Layover, why? 
Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Would have loved the direct flight. Yeah. It was a little less stressful on us, but. <laughs> okay, it was a budget issue. Amen. <laughs> so you're in Amsterdam. And then you're at a gate, I understand, that you. Uh, they, changed, they, changed the, they changed our gate. The gate we number. Made a beeline for the other plane. Got mm-hmm. to us. We made it there and got on the plane. And then we got there and Miss Pivey was waiting for us when we got off the plane. Oh, so you went ahead. Mm-hmm. I was just curious because when you said that you didn't understand that they changed the gate because it was in a different language, my mind said, well, why didn't Pivey just tell you? No, we, we she wasn't there. Yeah, she, was, she went to prepare <laughs> the way for us. So You don't speak the language that they made oh, the announcement in, in. In Amsterdam. Oh, uh-huh. that makes sense. <laughs> I thought if you could speak Finished, though, you can speak everything uh, Scandinavian, <laughs> no? <laughs> so you're on the ground, you're getting to, now what were your accommodations like? Did you stay in a hotel? Did you stay with people? What was what was your accommodation? We stayed with host families. Host families. Oh. I did that before. Yes. I we got to, to learn Pastor the culture. David many years ago. There's and always good stories when you stay yeah, with host families. In fact, I think I was with Harry. Harry, right? I was with Harry. <laughs> <laughs> It was tough times. <laughs> D- DJ Harry off mic. Don't you tell that story. What was <laughs> so it was a different experience for you. You stayed with host families instead of in a hotel. What was yes. that? Like? Oh, it was it was really nice because everybody said that their host family was such a blessing to them. It was so nice. I mean, they cooked what we wanted to eat, even though we All were right, told. Stop. They cooked what you wanted to eat. How, wow. How'd you manage to pull that off? I don't know. They just were, I think because it's children, they asked like, uh, what do you want to eat? Like several times in nice ways because we were trained before we went to just eat what was put before us. Mm-hmm. And But they were just so kind to us, like went above and beyond and just took care of us, taught us the culture, um, sauna in the home and just were very kind to us. Uh, so, so, Piper, you're going to have to answer this just for our listeners. Um, um, and I'm going to ask questions that I'm going to pretend not to know the answers <laughs> to. Uh, but you've been in America for some time now. You're from Finland. You've been you've lived in other countries, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. How would you describe the culinary experience in Finland compared to here in the States? The average meal for Finnish is what? Uh, well, average meal. Um, we eat a lot of potatoes, um, fish, salmon. Um, but then, I guess it's the the way things are prepared that right. that you know they're different. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, then I would have to say that we live in such a you know one world nowadays, mm-hmm. if if that's a term, that um, you we do spaghetti. And we, we, we do all that, too. Right. But I guess, yeah. Did you find it difficult? Um, no, because they were they were so just accommodating to us that, mm-hmm. like, I had one girl on that I was chaperoning, and she just was very picky. And so she liked these, like, patty things. I don't know what it's called, Pipe. Oh, yeah. With potato yes. in it. Yeah. And she, like, would just put the butter on the bottom, but they would try to teach her to put the butter on the top, and they would make that every day for her because that was the one finished dish that she really liked, so they would make it every day for her. Right. We had a lot of yogurts. I mean, they, where we yes. stayed with a lot of yogurts, a lot of cheeses. Mm-hmm. Um, Tabitha was used to pancakes and those kinds of things, but we didn't really... 
do that, but the the daughter's family we stayed at, they made um, cinnamon buns for the last day, and she, they sat up all night devouring cinnamon <laughs> buns. And it was, I mean, I, for me, it was it was it was great because you, you did you get to experience the culture first and right, how they right. live. Yeah. Um, but also the fact that they were so hospitable. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, I mean, they gave the family gave up their bedroom for me and my daughter, and they slept in other parts of the house, and yeah. I had access to his computer to do the blogging stuff, and it was just. <laughs> I said I was at a loss whether I would be that accommodating to people if if mm. I were put in the same situation. I'd, I really had to search my soul and say, you know, would I be this accommodating? Because right. mm. we're so used to having our own and this and that. But they were just everything you needed. They gave you, they did for you, and it was. And every every kid and all the adults said the same thing that they it was there was a, more ministry going on with the families just mm. as much as on the street with the kids when they yeah. did do the other stuff. So it was it was it was a blessing to be in the home. So. Cool. So Tabitha was looking for the big breakfast, huh? The McDonald's big breakfast, right? Is that? Uh, not really. No. <laughs> she had a big reaction to the honey buns. Food. Yeah. I had my second favorite food, just bread and butter. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. there you but go. But you, yeah, you did have a big reaction to the to the honey buns. You just honey buns. Listen to me. Uh, the cinnamon buns. Honey buns. Oh, that's my fault. <laughs> I set you up, Greg. Yeah, I called. You did. I, yeah, it took me to the seventies there. They turned the butter to bread on both sides. Now I got a problem with that. So. Oh, oh man. <laughs> And you know, American butter is very different from Finnish butter. I didn't get any difference. If it's <laughs> butter, it's butter. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe it. Greg, not these butter. two started laughing over here when we started talking about the food experience in uh-huh. the homes. Well, I'm seeing Zion shake his head, so he, he probably told you more stories than he's going to tell in this room, but what's the deal? She lost me on butter is butter. Uh-uh. That butter. I love butter. There was something about that butter that was amazing. Something Whoa. about the butter, the toaster was something about it. The toaster made it, like, when you bit into it, you heard the crunch. You don't actually, like, you never really, like, hear the crunch sometimes. Like, it was great. You gotta toast your bread longer, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little bit. Uh, I thought my toast was pretty good. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> and how do you mess up toast anyway? I, I mean, don't know. Really, uh, uh, so we've got this wonderful experience. Now you're in these houses, and I and I've been to Finland. The people are phenomenally uh, hospitable. I mean, I had the same experience uh, years ago. In fact, none of you guys were born. Uh, when I was there the first time, but uh, and we stayed with the host family and just gave us the keys to his car if we needed it, although we didn't need it. Uh, just everything. Again, they gave up a bedroom, put their kids out of their own room, and but we were there at a, at a time of year when at ten o'clock the sun was still up. Now uh, that's not daylight savings time, is it? That's like that's like overkill. That's like an emergency fund savings time. When the sun is up <laughs> till 10 o'clock. Tell us a little bit about that, uh, Pivey. Uh, that wasn't the time of year you guys were there just now, right? You know what? This this was a really good time of year <clears throat> for that. Um, mm-hmm. it's, we were there actually just a couple of weeks um, before when the day is the longest. Uh-huh. So they had their share of sunlight, definitely. Oh, okay. Good, good. You're on the ground now. You're there for a purpose. You're there to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. You share, you're there to do that through song. Uh, Valerie, tell us your first experience on the on the field, shall I call it. What do you recall the first thing you guys had to do? Uh, the first thing, like, uh, we had to sing. We were, um, there was this... There was um, lots of things to do mm-hmm. during the trip, and um, 
there was one part where we um, had like a, we were marching, and while we were marching, we were singing. Now, was this like a parade or something? Yeah, it was like a parade through the streets of Finland. Yeah. And was this with the other choirs or just just with you the guys? other choirs? Yeah. Now, were the other choirs in native garb? Were they dressed in their native clothing or no? No, because I was going to ask. And what was yeah. KPC in? Like <laughs> red, white, and blue? I mean, uh, no. no. We were wearing our um, yellow yippie shirts. Oh, okay. Yeah. And every group had yippie shirts. Is that right? Yeah. Different colors? No. All the same color? Yeah. So you were just one sea of yellow shirts from various nationalities. What did that feel like to you? I mean, you're with these other cultures, and, well, you probably get that a lot here in Times Square Church, too, yeah. I guess, but you don't march down the street. No. <laughs> well, that felt um, amazing because I never did, did that before, and I felt that, um, like, we were getting closer. We were getting... Um, a closer relationship with them, like having becoming friends. Well, they started out the day they went. They sang on the steps of Parliament. The mm-hmm. first that was the first big event yeah. they had. They mm-hmm. sang on the steps of Parliament, and then after Parliament, the legislators spoke, and you know, they they took a stand for kids. I believe, Miss Miss mm-hmm. Pivey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Parliament is the equivalent of what in the states? Uh, is that like the Congress, like yeah, standing probably, on the steps yeah, of Congress? Probably like, yeah, in Congress down in Washington, D.C. or something like that. So this event was connected to to the government to some extent. To some extent, the government was supporting this or in support of this event. Um, well, the the children sang there, and then uh, there were children, two children gave uh, a kind of a children's message mm-hmm. to, to the um, representatives of that. Ah. Mm. So, yes. Awesome. And it was really actually nice. Um, eight of them kind of responded to that message. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was pretty moving. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I know I've seen some pictures where you you all were singing in a church, a um, couple different locations. What was uh, some of the responses that you got from people? Just even culturally, too. At, you know, like, were they clapping, dancing with you? Or did they... Sit and just nod their heads. You know, what were some of the reactions? Well, the people that I saw, a lot of them were just, like, standing and watching. And they didn't have much of a reaction. There was this one lady, though. She came in, like, a whole, like, a really nice outfit one day. And we were at the, like, I think it was the Parliament House. And she was at the church. She was at all of our locations. Well, most of our locations. And she was really, it was really funny because she was dancing and stuff while we were singing. And then on Sunday, she came up right after we sang every song and gave us flowers and toys Ooh. to the point where they had to tell her to stop coming up. And it was really funny. It was great. So she wasn't a part of the, uh, the no, contingency. She was, just, she was, she was kind of. Every community has one. Is that what we're talking like about? Oh, right. She just loved the kids a whole, whole yeah. lot. Okay. Well, too much. <laughs> All right. A fish. It was the stuffed animal fish. She, like after every song, she'd run up on stage and start kissing us and hugging us wow. and then giving us stuff. And she gave everybody lollipops. I know Mr. I Bush had his eye on day. her. Yeah. <laughs> you were watching her, right? Yes. As an usher, yes, I did. <laughs> but, it, I mean, just, just as a group, our kids, let's just say, always stood out. 
mm-hmm. because none of our kids, except for Levy, was blonde and blue-eyed. So uh-huh. our kids definitely, wherever we went, we stood out. No, mm-hmm. I can imagine. And we got a crowd just because we were different. So yeah. it was, wow. and it was a good different, you know. Yeah, yeah, a good different. Yeah. The the lady that when we were singing when we finished, the lady she gave me a CD, and then after another song, she gave me the same CD, and I was like. I don't know what to do with this and I can't like I don't know what it says so I felt really um, um, I felt that people um, were like they thought that we knew their language mm-hmm. but we didn't so like I felt really weird around them because they gave us these CDs uh, yeah once again language barriers mm-hmm. yeah did you play the CD no. No, no. But we have it at home. You have it at home? <laughs> yeah. Oh, bring it in for Miss Pivey. She'll check it out and see what kind yeah. of music it is for. <laughs> She'll play I it mean, in besides, home. you have yeah. two of them. You know, right? yeah. <laughs> you can bring her one. So you're on the ground, now you're at Parliament. And then what were some of the more mission-specific, if I can say that? The more inner city, if you can call it that, uh, uh, events that you were involved in? Um, they had, like, a, they wanted all the different yippie choirs to sing all around Helsinki. So at different times, we were we went to different locations. So we sang in the subway, we sang in parks, we sang mm. on street corners. And, you know, Helsinki is like Manhattan. You know, mm. there's shops and stores and people are just walking around and lots of families. So it was really a blessing to just, as Thomas said, we stood out. So we were just out there and we were just singing and the kids did just a wonderful job and you know people responded and some of the parents got to pray with people on the street so it was a blessing That's great. so when you were singing on the street was it in English you were singing in English was there interpretation of the songs or no just singing in English and then you seized a moment to share the gospel with people on a, on a, on a group basis one on one like my dad said how we stood out we were sort of close to um another sort of Finnish group that like they listened to music but they danced to it and they looked like they were all Finnish sort of and they were sort of probably used to that because they were Finnish kids like like you said how we stood out there were more people I looked at that and I sort of asked myself why were there more people at us probably because they see Finnish people every day so they're mm-hmm. not sort of like impressed I guess because they're Finnish they're Finnish to see American people singing in English but a lot of people that didn't understand us, there's this one guy that didn't understand us, probably because we were singing English, even though he didn't understand us, he was just dancing like mm-hmm. the other woman, except she was only at that one destination. The really funny thing was, um, you know, during the trip, you get to see a lot of the kids' personalities, because some, some of the other kids, other than me, weren't with their parents, so they're a lot more uh, untamed. So... <laughs> They were kind of, uh, like, oh, some of them were kind of wild, so it was Wait, really... kids on this trip with this group? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how Mr. Thomas Bush let that go, but... Uh, <laughs> we, we, had, we had some moments... It's a strong word, too, there. Yeah. Untamed. Untamed, he said. <laughs> we had some some moments, but um, when we were singing on the streets, with, when we were singing on the streets, we had, across the street was the dancing group. And one of the other girls were like, uh-oh, looks like we got some competition. <laughs> and it was really funny. And we were like, no. So while you're singing and ministering on the street, there's a team across or close nearby yeah. dancing. Is that the reg? 
Oh, <laughs> Miss Pazzi said, you, I don't or remember. They not? She just lived with So they weren't, were they part of the that event? That wasn't, I think it was another, is a uh, a performance type group oh, okay. uh, that was around. It wasn't a yippie group. It was gotcha. some kind of um, um, street thing. When we saw them, they were right next to the McDonald's because some people had to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So they were right next to the McDonald's. So, so they were they, there first? They were I don't know if they were there first. We weren't probably paying attention. Okay. <laughs> but when we all looked over, we saw them there. Uh-huh. Okay. No, that's all right. They were dancing to your music? or no, dancing to they were dancing so... to another music. Because they were a group that didn't really sing. Okay. They were more of like a dancing group. They only danced. Like, they danced to a couple of songs. They didn't, you didn't really see them too much because they... The time when we sang a hundred songs, they only sang "Dance to One Song." Yeah, they, and all the they other were, ones. Yeah, they were the part of that. Actually, oh, okay. this outreach because oh. we had also like um, there are these worship dance uh-huh. groups of, uh, of okay. children, mm-hmm. um, King's Kids they are called, and so they they joined this whole thing, and mm-hmm. and so that was that group. Yeah. That's cool. Because we recognized them from when we saw them, we knew that that was like another yippie group, sort of. And we all, like, so we went to the bathroom. A lot of people just went because they wanted to watch them. Like, some of the group probably did. (laughs) And everything. That's okay. Of course, you had to go to the bathroom. We just got to work on our dance moves (laughs) the next time you go back. That way, you're singing and dancing. (laughs) So, So, Levy, while you guys are singing, what was it? that you were hoping happened? What was it that you wanted people to experience while you guys were ministering to them? Well, I wanted them to, you know, come back with a good feeling about Finland. Mm. Uh, So, but Finnish people aren't like, they don't. Emotional? No. Well, uh, they don't really like say too much or like, Publicly and mm-hmm. stuff, but um, so like, I didn't want them to like think they were gonna react like really well, but yeah. Yeah. What did you What did you Zion expect? What were you hoping that the choir was able to communicate? Because um, you went all the way to Finland when you could have been on Eighth Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I wanted the choir to have the boldness to communicate with other people that were watching us. But um, I wanted like just Levy said that a lot of the a lot of Finnish people don't make too many interactions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to be able to interact with us. I didn't want them to feel like oh they're just children. Why should I take the time out of my day to interact and have a conversation with a child? I wanted them to feel like yeah maybe I should talk to this kid. You know maybe I should you know get to know them and maybe and I wanted us to have the chance to talk to them about God not for us to just sing to them I didn't want it to just be like a little show on the street mm-hmm. I want it to be a little bit more than that how old are you Zion I'm 12 no you're not you're like 18 right <laughs> <laughs> so well spoken all of you guys are so well spoken yeah. so well behaved it had to be a pleasure to yeah. be on this trip with them I've got a question for the leadership really um, you know because there was a bit of hesitation, you know, with, with mommy and I. Um, it's like, oh, okay, he's 12, uh, and he's going to be gone for seven days, eight days, you know? Well, Justin Bieber was gone all the time you at 12. Know, it's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, just to share with those that are listening, maybe, maybe parents that, you know, the idea of sending their 10-year-old, 11, 12-year-old to a mission trip, 
away from home overseas is just out of the question. What would you say to encourage those? Or maybe this is something we won't ever do again. I don't know. but (laughs) I'd like to think that it was just, uh, of course, just the beginning of what we'd like to do in children's ministry here. But how would you encourage parents to feel free to release their kids? I had a a different perspective because I was there with my daughter. So mine is different because, I mean, I I saw what they did and I I know what they did. And it it was wonderful watching her. She's shy by nature. She's Tabitha's shy by nature. But I, I saw God draw her out of her, mm. her comfort zone. And he, she stepped out when she was asked to do things. Like she was asked to sing a, a solo or two. And she did that. She was asked to pray in front of people. And she did that. And I, and I gave Miss Larissa free reign. I said, Miss Larissa, don't ask me. If you need her to do something, you ask her. Because she's got to make the decision for herself to do it. Mm-hmm. But I watched God do that in her. I watched him give her the confidence and just the ability to say yes what she was being asked to do and I saw that in all the kids I saw it in Valerie I watched it in the boys as well and other kids in the choir that God really used them to sing and to minister and just to be kids Mm -hmm. but in a godly way Um, and again all the parents that went there our our priority was to make sure the kids were fine we everybody watched like hawks over the kids and there was never any instance where they were in trouble or in danger like I said the white knights helped us having so much daylight because we literally would be out on the streets most of the day and coming mm-hmm. home at night on the subways, mm-hmm. it was still daylight. So you didn't worry about, you know, a New York subway experience. It was yeah. it was it was perfectly safe. Everybody was always on guard. The you know, there was never any trouble. We had cell phones, we were always, you know, available. But again, it's an experience that I'm sure has changed all their lives, you know, and I would send I would send my daughter out by herself now because I know she could well, do it. Well, not by herself. Yeah. But well, not by, but, but just with, with the team. <laughs> yeah. I would send her, you know, because I did. I, I watched yeah, Valerie, yeah. I watched Valerie, and like I said, she blossomed wow. there. I mean, and she was by herself. Like she, she never looked back once. She was, she was all in, you know. And Good. I think all the kids were engaged. And again, you you have your moments where there's you know bumps in the road, but sure, again, sure. you you. You, you weather those and you go on to the next thing. That's You could do that at home. It's the same thing right, at home. Right, yeah. right. You have a bump, you, you deal with it, and you go on to the next thing. But I think awesome. they did great, you know. Valerie, what was the best part of this trip for you? Um. Well, I like the part where we were um, singing in the church because I felt that God came and mm. um, poured down His Spirit and um, in us because... Uh, we were there was this one song that we were singing, and it filled me up because um, mm. I was like, it um, encouraged me, and I started to cry, and so I felt really that I felt that was the best part of the trip. Awesome, beautiful, beautiful, Tabitha. Best part of the trip for you was. Um, I have two. But I don't know which one. I, I'll say um, um, I liked when we went to different parts of the street. I liked when we went to the market, I think it was. Because when we went there, we were passing out cards to come to the Kids Action Day. Because it was it was fun. Because um, Abigail's mom, I think it was. It was Abigail's mom passed like tried to pass out the flyer to this one lady and her child, and she didn't accept it. So then they said, "Okay, I think only somebody said like the kids wanted to help." So we all went mm-hmm. and started passing them out, and the same lady came by again, and Valerie passed it to her, and she took it. She took it. it was the same thing because some 
I guess they think that, like, the reason the kids are giving it to them is because it's a good thing. Because sometimes adults pass out stuff that might not be a good thing. Like, fail things. Yeah. Um, Then, in some parts, you felt bad because people are saying no to stuff. There's this one lady, um, because I didn't know how to say no in Finnish, so I kept trying to give it to her. And she said no. And I didn't know. And then I asked Levy what it meant. And he said that means no. And I felt so bad because I kept trying to oh, give it I to her. I thought Moy meant everything, you know. <laughs> so what's no in Finnish? Uh, A. B. A. <laughs> and by A, I thought she meant it's okay. Okay. And then wow. my second favorite, well, I also like the cinnamon rolls. Or buns, whatever. Yes. <laughs> buns. Oh, did you get the recipe while you were there at least? No. All right. Zion, for you. Um, my favorite part was when all of us as a team, we just talked and we prayed. And we prayed for God to help us. God to help us on the trip. To God to give us wisdom. And that was um, in Finland. That was when um we had the whole event, the kids' action day. Mm-hmm. And I like that. That. We all got to be as a group, like not like no, just us, just talking and just you know, just praying with each other, getting to know each other. Levy, going back home, you are now there with your friends, your fellow choir members. What was the best part of that trip for you? Well, it was just really different with uh with them, <laughs> but it was really fun because we just got to like um. It's nice to have, like, kids doing mission work because some kids think, like, oh, I'm too young, I can't do anything. Mm. But that's not true because you can just, you don't have to go far to, like, do missions work. You can just go to, like, your school or you can talk to your friends about Jesus and stuff. So it was nice to uh, just do mission work with kids and stuff. Great. And you got to hang out with Zion. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, I thought I'd add that for you because uh, you were trying not to say it. But I, I, understand. <laughs> I understand. Now, real quick, and then I want to get to Larissa and then Pivey and then Thomas will go, we'll, we'll go on, on that last word. But for you, you and your wife, Dave, first time sending him out, what was it like for you guys? I mean, you had some intrepidation. Yeah. You, you hesitated a little bit. While you were there, and, and you guys, by the way, did an incredible job. Yes. I guess you were doing the, the the posting. Incredible job keeping us up to date. Yeah. It yeah. felt like I was there. Yeah, we were the white nights out because we were up all night. Tabitha was right there by me. Yeah. <laughs> Midnight is still light outside. <laughs> you got to go to bed. So. Yeah. That's awesome. No, it's, um yeah, you know, there is that hesitation, you know, because, uh, you know, they're still, they're your child and they're young. Um, but, um, man, I just... uh Seeing him get on that bus was just uh, what a, the reality of knowing that your children do grow up. And then um, as we have the responsibility to invest in their lives, um, there, are th- there are choices that we have to make as parents as a part of that investment. And what is that that we're doing that will allow them to experience God in a new way um, and to simply just just experience a life? And, you know, outside the ordinary. And now that's what helped us make the decision. You know, we could either shelter, keep them close, keep, you know, um, or we can give them really the opportunity to see the world mm-hmm. and for God to speak to them in the journey. Um, and especially now, you know, you just 
<clears throat> just seeing in our city uh, just kids that don't go any further than a couple of blocks in their neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're, 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 we're in a time where a generation that they just know their block, their borough, exactly. and they don't go any further than that for years. And so in light of that and just thinking through just the opportunity that Times Square Church and the children's ministry provided, I said, oh, my wife and I were like, yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. Larissa Cole. Um, I think for me, like the thing that touched my heart was to see like the missions trip transition, like, and it become a kid's missions trip. Cause I didn't know what we were exactly going to do when we got there, but mm-hmm. to see like what Tabitha was talking about, like when the adults would try to hand out flyers or they give us like these little white hearts to give to people and say like, Jesus can make your heart pure. And to see that they weren't responding to the adults, they mm-hmm. were responding to the kids. And I just felt like at a certain point it was like the Holy Spirit just called us to pull back and the parents and adults pulled back and the kids went forward and it was such a blessing like the little ones they took the lead Mm -hmm. and it's just like the bible says a little child should lead them and they were going forward they were even quicker to go forward than the you know the 12 year olds 11 year olds these little ones were so like passionate they were just like you know like asking the adults can i go all the way over there and give (laughs) that person all the way over there a flyer we're like okay our eyes are on you but you know you you may go and Mm -hmm. it was just like it was like it was just like a passion within them and they just went and they just had such joy. Yeah. We had long days but they had joy mm-hmm. and they did it and for me to just see them just step up because I'm like, oh God, you know, we're going, God, how's this gonna work out? Are the kids gonna get tired? Are they gonna get like homesick? But they just to me they knew what they were called there for mm-hmm. and they walked in it and it was a blessing to see our kids rise up. Pivey. Amen. Exactly that. I, Our finished I, connection here. Yeah. No, I seriously, I it touched me really the most to see that the joy in the kids when they were mm-hmm. in the streets, giving, handing out the flyers and and the invitations and and it blessed me so much. Um, I don't remember which one of the little Valerie you must have been there and but anyways, they came to me and said. I just feel so happy. Mm. I'm just so happy. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, when the Holy Spirit just rejoices in you when you share yeah. Christ, mm-hmm. that's what it is. And when a child gets that exper- experience, like at that age, you know, it, it is something that, that they will remember. And so um, it was just such a blessing to see that. And finally, Mr. Bush. <laughs> Um, my perspective again is different, and only because again I'm the controlling dad and making sure everybody's okay. So, I mean, the one thing that I that I, I remember just real clearly is, if, if this goes back a bit, going to Russia. We worked with Pastor Yoko, and Pastor Yoko's daughter was in charge of the Yippee event. So, at one point, I was there. Pastor Yoko's daughter was somewhere, and then her daughters were up right. in the balcony and they were working with my daughter. Wow. So it was one of those moments was like yeah. God's faithfulness from generation to generation. Yeah, it's real and it's a real thing. And I just kind of looked at that and said, wow, you know what I'm, and again, for my prayer now is that she would be a missionary. I don't even, you know, school stuff, you know, whatever, but just these kids get that heart to really want to go out and serve. And it doesn't have to be overseas, it can be in, in the mm-hmm. city, yeah. but just that they would catch fire and get that heart to really want to go out and serve and that God would do that in them, you know, and just by seeing what they saw in Finland, I mean, I, I do pray that they will have that desire to go out and keep that fire going and that we can help them get there because they are, like you said, they are they are the now right. and we've got to train them up to do these things and yes. to be fearless in doing that and give and empower them and teach them how to 
to do that stuff and not to be afraid to do it and to go on trips and to reach out to others and to share the gospel, to give out the little hearts, to give out the tracks, to give out, you know, just to give out of themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was, that was my moment for me. Well, that's awesome. Uh, lives were changed. We have no idea how deep it runs. Yeah. Pastor William would often say that we've got to begin to thank God for the lives we see changed and the ones we don't see changed. And so you got to start to believe that seeds were planted while you were there. In fact, seeds were planted in some of the lives of the, your friends who went with you on this trip. Some seeds were planted in some of you. We've heard how many times today that Valerie sprung to life. Something happened in your life. You even said it while you were there, while you were ministering. And, uh, and so we encourage everybody to get involved in missions here at TSC and, and get on a mission trip. Yeah. This is the first major mission trip for children in Times Square Church, and I'm sure this is the first of many. Uh, and so if you're listening, you've got a young person who's not involved in KPC, get them in KPC. If they're not involved in children's ministry, get them involved. And uh, of course, be looking out for uh, some more exciting things in the months and years to come. Thank you guys for coming. Zion, Levy, Thomas Bush, Pivey, Valerie, Larissa, Tabitha, and of course, Dave Ham. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for coming. And we pray again for all of you and for KPC. And remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Greg Thomas. Join us again next time right here on TSC Music with a Mission. Joy, my King, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online because Music with a Mission doesn't end here. So check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet, and don't forget to use the hashtag MWM Podcast. Watch and share videos on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash TSC Music TV. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org or visit the website tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco.